Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. Good morning. It is 8 o'clock. Sophomore Bones Highland was named Atlantic 10 Player of the Year yesterday as part of its year-end awards. Highland is the first Ram to win a Conference Player of the Year honor since Eric Maynard won back-to-back awards in the CAA in 2008-2009. Vince Williams, Hassan Ward, and Ace Baldwin also captured postseason's award from the league. Across town, a number of Spiders won 18 honors as well. Blake Francis and Jacob Gilliard were named all-conference, while Grant Golden earned third-team All-A-10, becoming the first player in school history to earn all-conference honors four times. Sophomore Tyler Burton earned the Chris Daniels Award, annually given to the league's most improved player. Plenty of conference tournament basketball to get you caught up on. In the ACC, Miami upset Clemson 67-64. Isaiah Wong leading the way for the Hurricanes with 20 points. 10 seeded Duke took down 7 seed Louisville 70-60. And Buddy Bayham's 27 points aided Syracuse in their 89-68 win over NC State. Butler sunk Xavier 70-69 in overtime. And Georgetown upended Marquette 68-49 in day one of the Big East tournament. Today, Syracuse... Squares off against Virginia in the first game of the day in the ACC tourney. Miami takes on Georgia Tech at 2.30. Duke and Florida State at 6.30, while Virginia Tech tips off at 9, facing North Carolina in the nightcap. Elsewhere uh, elsewhere among the state, Norfolk State welcomes North Carolina Central in a MEAC quarterfinal at 8. Late night basketball from Frisco, where ODU will play North Texas in the Lone Star State in a Conference USA quarterfinal. Just two days after Les Miles was let go as head football coach at Kansas, athletic director Jeff Long is out as athletic director at KU. Long hired Miles in November 2018. The two longtime friends have ties dating back to their days at Michigan in the 80s. Long will receive monthly payments until February 22 when he is owed $1.375 million is due to be paid in full. Starting with the 2021-2022 season, the National Hockey League will return to ESPN. The four-letter network and the NHL announced the seven-year agreement on Wednesday, which will bring hockey back to ESPN for the first time since 2004. Included in the contract will be 25 regular season games on ESPN or ABC, early-round playoff games, and one conference final each year, and four Stanley Cup final series on ABC. Staying in hockey, the Oils, the Oilers smoked the Senators 7-1. Big night for Leon Dreisaitl with three goals to assist. Connor McDavid with three points on the night as well. Let's get a quick check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. It'll be mostly sunny today and warm with highs in the upper 70s to near 80. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt DiNardo. You're up to date in Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 99.5, 1027 ESPN. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. This report is sponsored by Mattress Warehouse's Clean Shop Promise. Save up to 50% on almost everything right now at Mattress Warehouse. Plus get 0% interest financing for 60 months and free delivery on all orders over $7.99. Sleephappens.com. Huddle up. Listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. On 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. Today, the NBA will hold a conference call to discuss the possibility of moving games or playing them without fans. This is a really serious problem. We would recommend that there not be large crowds. I think we saw our last college basketball game played tonight. It's a terrible situation. Scary. The Thunder's head medical doctor came sprinting out onto the court. Due to unforeseen circumstances, the game tonight has been postponed. This astounding and unprecedented story continues to evolve. Rudy Gobert has tested positive for the coronavirus. The NBA is suspending the season. This is crazy. This can't be true. Oh, but it was true, Mark Cuban. It very definitely was true. Part of the terrific ESPN montage. Looking back to one year ago today, March 11th, 2020, the day and night the sports world began to shut down. And raise your hand if you really thought we'd still be impacted by it and dealing with it and talking about it 365 days later. I can honestly tell you there's no way in the world I'm lifting my hand and arm off of the table. I didn't believe it would last more than a month. 
and probably the NCAA tournament would still be played, just delayed. How wrong was I? I've been wrong a lot, but that was certainly right up at the top of the list, and I don't think I was alone in that club either. But that was one year ago today when it all began with the Rudy Gobert announcement that he had tested positive for the coronavirus. One NBA game was postponed, and then subsequently the entire NBA season was suspended. And when that happened, the trickle-down effect began, and it affected and impacted all of us. It is a sobering, somber one-year anniversary memory that we have to tip off the sports huddle for this March 11th, 2021 and we welcome you to the program bob black with you here james flowers producing our sports huddle for this thursday morning please interact with us you know the question that's coming so you probably can answer it either on the air with us or via text 804-521-8501 if you'd like to dial us up and talk about it might be therapeutic at this point Text us, 804-638-9508-638-9508. Yes, we will get into all the college basketball and the tournament action and all of that because we are so thankful that all of these games are being played. And in many venues, fans are beginning to trickle back inside on the one-year anniversary of the sports world, beginning its shutdown, and it didn't take very long over the next 24 to 48 hours for the entire sports world to indeed be shut down. So where were you on that fateful Wednesday night, March 11th, when that announcement was made and it was the beginning of the end of sports as we knew it for the foreseeable future? And then the subsequent day, March the 12th, when the rest of the college basketball tournaments were canceled and then eventually the NCAA tournament was canceled and then eventually the NHL shot, shut down and Major League Baseball, and on and on we went. So that's kind of my, I don't want to say rhetorical question to you because I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. We're going to spend a decent amount of time on it, particularly in the first hour, but really through the entire two hours of the program. But we are going to be uplifting as well, and we are going to get to the college basketball action that is underway now in the Big East and the ACC and the Big Ten and all of the other tournaments and the Bubble Watch and the Atlantic Ten Awards that James just ran down for you a moment ago and all of the positive things that are happening and the fact that fans are beginning to be allowed back into stadiums. We may even have some full stadiums by the time we get to the Major League Baseball season. So all of that is very good, but we certainly would be remiss if we didn't think back to a year ago today james do you remember where you were a year ago today and your reaction when the sports world began to shut down yeah i do uh i think uh actually so my dad's birthday was two days ago and that was the day i flew back to fort worth which uh we caught a lot of flack for that uh going back to school but i needed that closure um so i was on an airplane and it's crazy to think, uh, no mask, uh, no nothing. I was walking through the Detroit airport just just like normal, um, but it was just really eerily quiet. And uh, we were all fired up to to get ready to go for the for the tournament uh, prior to getting canceled because we had uh, three TVs in our common area, so it was made for March Madness. Wow! So you actually were going back down to Texas? I was, yeah. And then how long did you stay down there? Oh, through May. Yeah, I was there till the end. And then came home? And then came home for the summer. Yeah, so um, my roommates all came back. It, we still had classes, but obviously they were all virtual. And um, we just holed up in, in our room. But even then, we went we went to the dining hall where they had prepackaged food and, and still no masks were required. It was, it was kind of like a spring break, but we were going to class a little bit in between. But... It was and baseball was canceled, so I had nothing to do for radio there. It was just a just a weird time. Absolutely, little did we know what was about to transpire. I don't think at that point some of the voices on the ESPN montage that you heard may have known, particularly Dr. Anthony Fauci. He was one of those voices on that montage, along with Scott Van Pelt and Mike Greenberg and Roy Williams. Uh, and several others on the ESPN montage, and that piece is available if you'd like to see it on ESPN.com, and they're running it on the Sports Center this morning 
as well. So did you fly back home at the end of the semester from down there? No. So, well, here's kind of the crazy thing. So this was the, that was the first spring break I had uh, come home for. Um, every other time I'd, I'd stayed in Fort Worth or, or, or gone somewhere else. And so I decided, well, you know what, let's, let's just come back for spring break. And then uh, it st- stayed an extra couple of days and then went back. And yeah, and then we actually, my, my parents and my sister drove out to Texas because they, they had to move me out uh, of my apartment. And then we drove home um, from Fort Worth. Wow. Yeah. So what an eerie feeling that must have been. It, it was, but it was like campus was pretty quiet yeah. um, because a lot of people stayed home, obviously. But, but it was just the transition. That was the transition to virtual. So everybody, the, the professors were trying to figure it out. We were trying to figure it out. Uh, me- meanwhile, you know, that's kind of become the norm. Um, so it, it, it was weird thinking about it, but it was also like I, I have no expectations because we've never been through this before. It was just kind of we just got to take one day at a time and, yeah. and walk through it. Wow. All right. So vividly, I remember, and I think I've told the story many, many times, and we'll probably revisit it a little bit later this morning with one of our guests, and I'll leave that as a tease until we get to um, our morning brew and into our opening drive and all of that. But in any event, so on that night of March 11th, I was in Brooklyn getting ready for the Atlantic 10 tournament. During the day, When I had gotten there, I had walked from our hotel to Barclays Center, and the two opening round games were being played, and they actually got played. So I watched a little bit of Atlantic 10 tournament basketball on that Wednesday. George Mason beat St. Joe's, and Fordham beat George Washington, two games that will never be remembered by hardly anybody in life, and if I hadn't looked them up, I probably wouldn't remember either. And then went back to the hotel, and then there was the typical social media gathering the night before the tournament really begins. And we were at Rocco's Tacos. I'll never forget the place, of course, and I hope I get back there someday. I hope they're still in business, uh, in all honesty, right next to the hotel in Brooklyn where all of the teams were staying. So it was a convenient location, and we were over there enjoying some social time, and that's when the Rudy Gobert story hit, and that's when it all began to fall apart. There was plenty of conversation in that uh, restaurant bar that night about what was going to happen and would we see everybody the next day and would these tournaments go and could they really play them without fans. And I'll never forget that uh, in Rocco's Tacos. You don't forget a name like Rocco's Tacos, first of all, that was right next to the hotel. And then the next day, and I've told this story before, Greg Beckwith and I made the walk from our hotel to Barclays Center. VCU was playing the first game at noon, and we were going over to watch. Richmond wasn't playing uh, that day because they had gotten the double bye, and we were going to watch games and hang out and have a good time and do our prep work and all of that. And as we got to the doors of the Barclays Center, our phones were lighting up, And there was Mitchell Bradley and Rodney Ashby, who was a guest on this show earlier this week, with the equipment case coming out of the doors of Barclays Center and saying the tournament has been canceled. And we literally made a U-turn on the streets of Brooklyn, on the sidewalks of Brooklyn, because Beck and I had walked, and we walked back to the hotel. And at that point, things pretty much terminated. And the tournament was canceled. We had already heard about other tournaments. The Ivy League was the first one, remember that, to cancel. And then it snowballed and escalated from there. We got back to the hotel. Uh, The basketball teams, many of them that were still in the hotel, were having team meals and meeting with their coaches and administrators and being told the news and being told what to do. And the next thing we knew, we were on a bus heading to the airport to fly back to Richmond. And... It was on that bus where the phone started lighting up that the NCAA tournament had been canceled. Maybe it was postponed at that point, but I think for the most part, it was canceled. It was the wording that came across on everybody's phones. And it was at that moment on that bus, which was already fairly quiet because that group, myself included, was stunned that we weren't playing the A-10 tournament, let alone the NCAA tournament. And when the news started to break that the NCAA tournament had been canceled, that bus felt, 
I was going to say sounded, but there were no sounds. That bus felt like it was the most devastating loss of the season for a basketball team, whether it was Richmond's team or VCU's or Dayton's or anybody's. It just gave that same feeling that, wow, we lost, the season is over, whatever. That kind of feeling, to put it in the sports vernacular, on that bus going to the airport, just stunned, shell-shocked, wondering what was going to go on, are we safe, all of that. And then we returned to Richmond, and, of course, that was the end of that. And then, you know, there were more important matters to deal with, like staying safe and healthy and protocols and guidelines and where we were going to get tests and PPE and all of that. Uh, it's just amazing that that was a year ago today. Uh, in fact, I'm going to wrap up this segment because I do want to get more positive and talk about the basketball. But I went back in our archives. And when after all that happened, a couple days later, I think it was like March 13th now, um, Richmond held one final press gathering in the old-fashioned way of doing it, just showing up at the Robin Center and putting your microphone out there in front of the coach and listening to him talk. So here was Chris Mooney. This was March 13th, two days later, after the Spiders had returned home after not playing the Atlantic 10 tournament. And, of course, he was asked about the experience and how it all unfolded for his Spiders. Today, the Ivy League had just canceled their tournament, and so we were – you know, we were all talking about that and that decision and felt, you know, just felt wild. And uh, then when we got up there, they decided, you know, later they decided no fans and then everything's happened so quickly. And then, you know, when, when Rudy Gobert got it, it seemed that it was really going to take a, a bigger turn. Uh, so I think when we went to sleep that night, we were preparing for no fans. You know, we weren't playing Thursday, but we were preparing for no fans. Uh, but probably wondering what was going to happen in total. And so, um, you know, the next morning, we were, right before we were scheduled to go to practice, they canceled the A-10 tournament. Uh, and I think everybody was just shocked but hopeful that there would be an NCAA tournament. And then when that happened, that was, you know, we were on the bus back to the airport, and that was pretty devastating. Yeah, pretty devastating to say the least, as I just detailed as well. That was... Just about one year ago today, that press conference was March 13th, two days later, when we were still all trying to process what had happened. And here we are 365 days later. And let me transition because it is time to talk sports because sports is returning. And we are certainly very, very happy about that. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And if you've got some memories of when it first hit and first impacted you, we'd love to hear them either by phone or by text this morning, and we would love for you to interact and be a part of the program with us. All right, let's call that our morning brew for a Thursday morning on the Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027 ESPN. By all means, we would love for you to check out one of our new partners, and that is uh, the Pig and Brew, 1313 Hull Street Road, open uh, today from 1 to 8. They're open Wednesdays and Thursdays from 1 to 8, and Friday and Saturday from 1 to 10. And they've got a different feature each week. This week is the pulled chicken barbecue sandwich smothered in sauce with a side of coleslaw. I have a list of each week's feature for about eight straight weeks. We're already up to week four, believe it or not, of our partnership with Pig and Brew Barbecue. And hopefully you've had an opportunity to get there and check it out or at least check out the menu so that when you do go there, you'll know exactly what you're going to order. Again, it's North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James, 1313 Hull Street Road. Check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com. Now listen up and check out what we've got coming up on the Sports Huddle this morning. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) Opening drive, as always, brought to you by our good friends at Lexus of Richmond. Sponsoring the Lexus of Richmond invitation to Lexus sales event happening now through March 31st. Lexus of Richmond, also proud sponsor of our March Madness Atlantic 10 and NCAA tournament coverage. Stop by the Lexus dealership, 9703 Midlothian Turnpike. Visit online anytime at LexusofRichmond.com. And that kind of ties in our first guest this morning, He is no ordinary guest. Uh, He is the host and former host of Hardly Working here on ESPN Richmond back in the good old days that was still going strong. 
365 days ago when the pandemic first hit. He is none other than Greg Burton, who still hosts our Let's Talk Golf program that returns tonight from Independence Golf Club. Uh, Tom Flood, Giff Breed, all the guys over there, guys and gals who will be out on the course today. What a perfect day for them to bring that program back for the spring season when it's going to hit almost 80 degrees. I imagine there'll be a lot of people out hitting golf balls today, and uh, Greg's going to host that show again for us tonight. So you'll hear him on that program. But we're going to bring him on in about 10 minutes to not only preview the golf show, Let's Talk Golf, but also his recollections of one year ago today as he was making his way to Brooklyn. We were already there. Greg was making his way to Brooklyn, and we'll get his recollections on everything that happened and what didn't happen in the sports world. But as I said, we're going to try and spin this in the positive cycle and get back more into the sports talk. We will talk with each of our guests, and I'm sure bring it up and ask them for their memories on it, but then move forward. Scott Jackson joins us at 9.15, always does, on a Thursday morning. Talk some Washington football team, some NFL nuggets, and talk some college hoops with Scott also. And then Jonathan McNamara is back with us this morning from the American Red Cross. Certainly he will have what I am sure are some significant and poignant memories of the American Red Cross involvement in all of this from a year ago and how they are still involved 365 days later. Then we got some great sports to talk with Jonathan, of course, being the JMU guy that he is, JMU football, the good and the bad. And this is probably appropriate 365 days later. They're the number one team in spring season 2021 in FCS football, but they've been paused by a coronavirus Uh, protocol, guideline, testing, and JMU's game this weekend with William & Mary will not be played. So we'll tie all of that together with Jonathan McNamara, and I can tell you what he is most excited about this morning, and that's the NHL announcement that it's returning to ESPN and how ESPN will cover the NHL over the next seven years, including four Stanley Cup finals between ESPN and ABC. Uh, Boy, will that make an impact in your sports viewing with ESPN now the dominant network for the next seven years of the National Hockey League. So we'll talk with Jonathan about all of that. 804-521-8501. In between all that, love to hear from you and plenty of time to talk with you as well. Text us, 804-638-9508. Full disclosure, I was going to start this morning with the Baycott report because of what he did and what Carolina did yesterday And then that got superseded by saying, wait a minute, we got to talk about the one-year anniversary. But we don't have to talk about that in the next segment. We'll talk ACC tournament action and the Baycott Report coming up next. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. ESPN Richmond Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by Staples Stores. I-95 northbound. We have a new wreck here coming up toward the Chamberlain Avenue downtown exit, and that's got us back up just a bit down through the 64 merge. Also look for I-95 northbound, an accident at Ashland Hanover now cleared, but that's still backing us up down to Lewistown Road. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Staples has everything you need to be organized and productive like home office furniture, the latest tech, and organization supplies all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. Just like you, we're all about sports and the things that make sports great like beer and wings. Where Richmond turns for the most local sports. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. So I should tell you a couple of things as we get into ACC tournament talk. No border-to-border today or tomorrow with Matt Josephs, brought to you by Colonial Down Racetrack when he is on the air, because we will be bringing you live coverage of the ACC tournament from down in Greensboro the next couple of days. Our coverage will actually start at 1 o'clock this afternoon because we will have our spring season premiere of Behind the Web with Richmond football coach Russ Huseman from noon to 1. 
today and each Thursday during this spring football 2021 season. So he's on with uh, me and our football public relations director, Matt McAllister, from noon to one. We'll take some emails and texts. We've got a couple of special player guests coming up, running back Aaron Dykes and defensive back special team standout Gio Ziegler will also be our guest today. So that's from noon to one. We'll talk some college football, and then we'll get you to the ACC tournament right after that, the noon game, the Syracuse-Virginia game. A lot of interest in that, particularly for those of us that like Virginia basketball and like Hokie basketball, but like Virginia basketball and talk about it and cover it and report upon it, but who are also Syracuse grads. <laughs> so I will have plenty of vested interest in that noon game today, which you will hear play-by-play call beginning at 1 o'clock, so probably the second half of that game, and then the uh, other ACC games today and tomorrow right here. So a little bit of the menu of what's coming up. We'll get back to that when we do our Ariana's What's on the Sports menu at the end of the program as well. All right, before I get to the bottom of the hour, here you go. North Carolina 101, Notre Dame 59. Tar Heels are in, right? 17-9 and nine now, and I know they've been up and down some, But when you see a game like that, and I realize it's a struggling Notre Dame team, but uh, it was a pretty impressive performance. And no more so than for the two big guys, Armando Baycott, 20 points, 13 rebounds, was 7 of 10 from the floor, 6 of 7 from the free throw line, 8 of the 13 rebounds were offensive. He also had a couple of blocked shots, and he did all of that in just 24 minutes. This could not have worked out any better for Roy Williams and the Tar Heels because they didn't play anybody more than 28 minutes in that game yesterday. So nobody even touched 30 minutes yesterday. That will help them as they continue on their path in the ACC tournament, and they get Virginia Tech today, tonight, in the late game. They'll get plenty of rest before that. That should be a really good one tonight between North Carolina and Virginia Tech. And, of course, those teams did not meet during the regular season because of the crazy, unbalanced pandemic challenge schedule. And then Walker Kessler off of the bench at 16-12 and 12 for the Tar Heels and eight block shots. That set a record, the eight block shots by Kessler. And he did all of that in 21 minutes. So how good are the Tar Heels and how far can they go in this ACC tournament? But I think they're in the NCAA tournament now as well. And then... Duke was very impressive yesterday as well. Now, that was a good win, 70-56 to over Louisville. They've still got some work to do, make no mistake about that. But they were very impressive yesterday. Mark Williams, uh, that was one of the better performances that I've seen at an ACC game and the parts I've watched of it. He had some monster dunks. He had some big-time rebounds. He finished with 23-19 and in that game. So the two tobacco road teams, Duke and North Carolina, maybe on the bubble, had big wins yesterday. Certainly Duke, maybe not even on the bubble yet. They need a couple more wins to get there. And I think Carolina's gotten off the bubble now and is squarely in the NCAA tournament. If Duke could beat Florida State tonight, uh, that would go a long way to help them. They'd still only be 14-11, and 11, but they'd have some pretty impressive wins. And it still says Duke across the front of their uniform jerseys. All right, I'm going to take a pause there. So it's Syracuse, Virginia at noon. Uh, upset-minded Miami and Georgia Tech at 2.30. Duke, Florida State at 6.30. And Carolina, Virginia Tech, the nightcap at 9 o'clock. All right, take a break here. Greg Burton's going to join us next. Let's talk golf tonight. And we'll go back a year and get his memories on where he was as the pandemic hit and the sports world came to a grinding halt. Greg joins us next on the Sports Hub. It doesn't matter if you walk, skip, bike, jog, skateboard, or pogo stick. When you head outside, take us along. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed and may lose value. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. 
Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Richmond area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in the West End. The action never stops at BetMGM. Hoops and hockey are hot and baseball's right around the corner, so it couldn't be a better time to take a shot at an easy hundred from the king of sportsbooks. Hi, I'm Matt Joseph. Sign up today using code MattJ100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 Moneyline wager on the Clippers versus Warriors, and if either team hits a three, you win. No matter what your favorite sport is, it's always showtime at BetMGM. Get in on the fun with innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code MattJ100 to win $100 in free bets when you wager $1 on the Clippers or Warriors to hit a three. Bet with confidence and turn game days into paydays at BetMGM. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older, Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 8.30 on the dot. Plenty of conference tournament basketball to get you caught up on. In the ACC, Miami upset Clemson 67-64. Isaiah Wong led the way for the Hurricanes with 20 points. 10-seed Duke took down 7-seed Louisville 70-60. And Buddy Bayham's 27 points aided Syracuse in their 89-68 win over NC State. Butler sunk Xavier 70-69 in overtime. And Georgetown, Georgetown upended Marquette 68-49 in day one of the Big East tournament. Today, Syracuse squares off against Virginia in the first game of the day in the ACC tourney. Miami takes on Georgia Tech at 2.30. Duke and Florida State get the 6.30 game, while Virginia Tech tips off at 9 o'clock, facing North Carolina in the nightcap. Norfolk State welcomes North Carolina Central in a MEAC quarterfinal at 8 o'clock tonight in late-night basketball from Frisco, Texas, where ODU will play North Texas in the Lone Star State in a Conference USA quarterfinal. Sophomore Bones Highland was named Atlantic 10 Player of the Year yesterday as part of its year-end awards. Highland is the first Ram to win a Conference Player of the Year honor since Eric Maynard won back-to-back awards in the CAA in 2008 and 2009. Vince Williams, Hassan Ward, and Ace Baldwin also captured postseason awards from the league for the Rams. Across town, a number of Spiders won A-10 honors as well. Blake Francis and Jake Gilliard were named All-Conference, while Grant Golden earned third-team All-A-10, becoming the first player in school history to earn All-Conference honors four times. Sophomore Tyler Burton earned the Chris Daniels Award, annually given to the league's most improved player. Astros top pitching prospect right-hander Forrest Whitley will have Tommy John surgery. Manager Dusty Baker announced Wednesday Whitley was diagnosed with a sprained ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow Sunday while experiencing discomfort during a batting practice session last week. Whitley was the 17th pick in the 2016 MLB draft. And the Miami Marlins will be using drones to disinfect Marlins Park this season. Licensed pilots will use FAA-approved drone technology to apply formula to large open areas that will inactivate pathogens, including coronavirus. In hockey last night, Joel Erickson with a pair of goals in the wild 4-3 win over Vegas, Minnesota's second win over the Golden Knights in as many games. Let's get a check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. It'll be mostly sunny today and warm with highs in the upper 70s to near 80. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This weather report brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For rebates or low payments on a new Linux home comforter system, call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. This report is sponsored by Mattress Warehouse's Clean Shop Promise. Save up to 50% on almost everything right now at Mattress Warehouse. Plus, get 0% interest financing for 60 months and free delivery on all orders over $7.99. Sleephappens.com. Hey, this is Lamar Johnson, co-owner of Pig & Brew. The reason we opened Pig & Brew was because we wanted to bring authentic North Carolina-style barbecue to the south of the James. We serve St. Louis ribs, beef brisket, smoked wings, minced pork barbecue, pulled chicken barbecue. If you're a barbecue lover, I I can guarantee you we have one of the best briskets in town. RVA's best barbecue is at Pig & Brew at 1313 Hull Street, south of the James. Online at pigandbrew.com. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push. Top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. 
Bet $4 on the underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's bet $4 on the underdog and select college basketball games, and if they win, you collect $256. The bank is open. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code WXGI for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, Call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane and a technology team. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. This report is sponsored by Mattress Warehouse's Clean Shop Promise. Save up to 50% on almost everything right now at Mattress Warehouse. Plus get 0% interest financing for 60 months and free delivery on all orders over $7.99. Sleephappens.com. Hey, Richmond, this is Mike Greenberg, and we're your home for championship radio with Central Virginia's most play-by-play year-round. 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Sports Auto returns at 8.35, but the big return comes tonight at 6 o'clock. The return of Let's Talk Golf, presented by Lexus of Richmond, with our great friend Greg Burton hosting the program out at Independence Golf Club with Tom Flood from Lexus and Giff Breed from Independence. And the whole gang back together again tonight. Greg Burton joins us this morning, not only to preview that, but to look back a year ago get to that in just a moment i don't know where you got these powers greg to start this program back on a day made for golf with sunshine and 80 degrees i don't know how you did that but it was a magical touch you have my friend well we had to be miserable we had to be miserable for the last 364 days to get this one good day but now we're, we're back we're back to normal Let's hope so. You guys have a lot of fun out there today. You could be in T-shirts and shorts out there today, which will be fantastic. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No, I'm super excited. They've got a great setup. They did some renovations out there. Gift's always looking to improve the experience and atmosphere. And, uh, yeah, we're really, really excited to get it going, especially with the Players' Championship uh, teeing off later this morning. And I will tell you, Greg, we were out there not too long ago to do the show and they had the space heaters going and the flames, and we were bundled up in winter coats and ski caps and gloves. So feel good about being out there this afternoon and sweating a little bit. It'll feel great, and I know it's going to sound great as well. Good talking uh, to you, buddy. What's that? I feel good talking to you. <laughs> Likewise. We don't get to catch up as much anymore, and I definitely miss that. Whether it's radio-related or pandemic-related, we need to try and correct that as we move into the better weather and the better environment that, as we said, is returning as we come out of this awful pandemic, Greg, of the last 365 no days. I've already mentioned at the top of the show, it's the easiest sports talk show question of the year, probably, and that's where you were and what you remember 365 days ago. Yeah, Brooklyn, New York, with you. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, other folks from, uh, obviously, uh, the Atlantic 10, getting ready for the Atlantic 10 basketball tournament. Um Obviously, we sort of knew what was going on globally and nationally when we went up there. But, you know, obviously, as the day went on, I didn't really think anything was going to change. It wasn't obviously until later that evening out to dinner uh, with um, my buddy Charlie Howe, uh, who is the championship director with the United States Golf Association, runs the U.S. Open. Charlie's a, a Richmond native, Mechanicsville native, uh, and he's a graduate of the Center for Sport Leadership at VCU. So we were out to dinner uh, with him and Rodney Ashby and a bunch of other people, and then everybody's phones just kind of started uh, you know, blowing up with news about what was going on with the NBA. And Tom Hanks tested positive and just all these very surreal things. And by the time we got back to our hotel rooms that night, I think we sort of knew what was going on and that things had changed. And then, as I'm sure you've talked about, VCU had the first game scheduled uh, on that Thursday, that next day. 
And there we were courtside waiting to see, is this game actually going to tip off? And, of course, we know it didn't. And then, you know, things obviously changed uh, in a way that no one really ever could foresee coming. Were you like me, Greg? Because when that all happened, I was like, okay, in a month or so, we'll get through this, and maybe they can still play the NCAA tournament in late April or May, and we can still get to that. And, of course, couldn't have been any more wrong about anything. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think just because, like, I think most of us, I mean, you know, not just sports people, but just most of us in, in, in the country sort of weren't that up to speed on what was going on globally with this virus, with this coronavirus, and not really sort of understanding its full impact. Or had, I don't even know if I'd ever heard the word pandemic. I don't even know if I'd ever heard that prior to, you know, last year. And so, yeah, I think so. Like, hey, it's going to be, we're going to hit the pause button, but things are going to get back, and maybe we'll have May Madness. And, but obviously, you know, things changed very, very quickly. I remember, you know, they canceled the tournament, and Rodney got the car, and we drove back to Richmond and sort of, you know, watched everything unfold sort of around us. And, you know, uh, from the NBA to the NCAA tournament to just, you know, obviously our life as we know it changing. Um, I've mentioned this several times because you mentioned Rodney Ashman. He was on with us earlier this week, and I didn't bring it up then, but obviously talking with you today, I'll never forget meeting him at the door of the Barclays Center as he and Mitchell were coming out, and Greg Beckwith and I were going in. We were planning to go watch the VCU game, and, of course, we just pounded the pavements of Brooklyn back to the hotel. It was just, you know, crazy times, but vivid, vivid memories. Uh, You're in a unique position where you get an opportunity to impart some of this and educate your young um, future sports world employees, what's been kind of the big? What's been kind of the big takeaway from real life lesson through all of this in the past three hundred and sixty-five days? As you get back to some sense of normalcy in what you're doing at VCU. Yeah, I actually am teaching a class at nine o'clock uh, here at VCU Center for Sport Leadership, and uh, this is actually the first week that we are back in the classroom for this semester. We did have in-person classes in the fall. VCU had online instruction only in the first six weeks, but we're allowed to come back in. So I'll have probably 15 or 20 students in the class. This class is called Sales and Development, so it's obviously about, you know, selling in sports and also about development from a collegiate athletics standpoint. You know, the biggest takeaway, Bob, is like how – you know, both pro and college sports was completely decimated because of both the lack of events and then the lack of fans. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the revenue that was lost across the board, and this is globally, you know, not just the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, we're talking about, you know, the English Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, like there's not a professional sports league in the world that hasn't suffered massive revenue loss. And a lot of projections from people in the industry think that it's going to probably be at least another 12 to 18 months before they fully bounce back. Um, obviously, it looks like, you know, we're going to be able to have, you know, a Major League Baseball season. But what does the fans look like? You know, there's games, which is great, and there's te- TV revenue that go along with the events. But, you know, a league like the NHL gets 70% of their revenue from in-game. So, like, basically from concessions and tickets from game day, that's probably on the higher end of all the other professional sports leagues, which top out probably around 50 or 60%. But, like, the NHL, it's 70% of their revenue comes from game day. And so I think that's probably been the biggest takeaway. Yes, we can get events, but can we get fans back? And can they just bounce back from these massive losses that they've taken? And then the other thing is just sort of the way we attend events now. You know, people probably want it safer and cleaner and are people going to be a little bit more reluctant to go back into a stadium uh, if they think, you know, there's still a chance, you know, they could, you know, their their health or their wellness could be compromised? Uh, I know you got to get ready for that 9 o'clock class, but before we let you go, the coronavirus pandemic is still impacting sports as we know it because the Atlantic 10 tournament was not in Brooklyn where we were a year ago, nor was it played the way we are used to seeing it played out with the week in between the semifinals and the finals. So give me a quick analytical preview of what you expect to see from St. Bonaventure and VCU Sunday 1 o'clock at UD Arena. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited because obviously these have been the two best and most consistent teams, you know, 
obviously, I don't think you can overstate the job that Mike Rhodes did this year. They were picked to finish ninth. They had such a young team, and they exceeded everyone's expectations. So happy for Mike and, and the Rams. And, you know, um, I feel like I do have to mention that Bones Highland, the A-10 player of the year, is from Wilmington, Delaware. Just so <laughs> I didn't know if you mentioned that, Bob. I thought you were going to so, say he was in one of your classes somewhere. I don't think he's only a sophomore. Uh, How can he be in one of Greg's classes? Uh, but, yes, he is no, from Wilmington, Corey Delaware. Corey, Corey Douglas is in our program. Okay, good. We have all the GAs. But uh, <laughs> I think that it's going to be a really, really good game. I think St. Bonaventure is good. I think if VCU can defend the way that we have seen them, um, and obviously Bones gets going early, I mean, they're going to D up for Bones. So now it's like, who else can step up? Can Vince Williams have a game? Jameer Watkins has been sensational obviously for them. Trey Clark, I mean, um, Ace Baldwin obviously has been sensational uh, as a freshman. So, you know, uh, I, I don't even know what the spread is in this game. Have they put out a line yet in this game? I, I suspect that St. Bonnie's will probably be a slight favorite. Who do you think you're talking to, Matt Josephs? What do I know from lines? Come on, I, Greg. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you just ran an ad for DraftKings. I feel yeah. like every ad on your station is for DraftKings or FanDuel. Thank, thank goodness for sports betting, Greg. It, it has replaced political ads with the proficiency on – Radio airwaves, I can tell you that. I, uh, but I, you know what? Listen, I, I think St. Bonaventure is a really good team, but I, uh, I'll take the Rams on uh, on Sunday because I just think that uh, I think they've got the motivation, and they're really pissed that Mike Rhodes didn't win Coach of the Year. I'll bet. I can understand that. Although I would, I would never disrespect Mark Schmidt. I said that yesterday before the voting oh, was announced so that Mark Schmidt could win that award every year if he's staying in Olean. I'll tell you that much. So, you mean um, that he's able to recruit anybody to Olean, New York? Yeah. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> All right, real quick, finish it up. Though. That was our Let's Talk Sports segment. Tell us about what's coming up tonight on Let's Talk Golf out there at Independence. Yeah, this has become such a fun show, mostly because I'm doing it with two great friends and Gift Breed, who owns Independence, and Tom Flood, the GM of Lexus of Richmond. And obviously, Giff has been embedded in the golf industry for years when he ran the golf division at Octagon and then Pros Inc. with Vinny Giles and representing athletes. And so just his connections alone make this a fun show. But really, it's just three guys talking about a sport that they love, you know, from a participation standpoint, because obviously there were more rounds of golf played last year than in the last five years. Like, it was fantastic to see the increase because people were just trying to get outdoors. So golf is sort of um, having a little bit of a boom. And um, so we're going to talk about sort of like the main highlights, obviously the Players' Championship. Um, but we're also just going to talk about the state of the game of golf. Like I'm very, very excited about what the first tee of Greater Richmond is doing with the remodeling over there at Belmont. They, Golf.com actually just did a feature story on that, you know, this 12-hole course that Davis Love is uh, designing. Davis Love was on uh, one of our shows last year so. Um, we're going to have Nick Petruskevich from ESPN.com on today to just talk a little bit about the Players' Championship and the overall sort of golf scene. Obviously, Tiger's accident and how that impacts the game because Tiger impacts the game whether he's on the course or not. And just really just have a lot of fun talking about this game that we love every Thursday night for an hour live from Independence. Jam-packed show tonight. Enjoy it out there, Greg. We'll be tuned in and enjoy the hoops and the March Madness. Miss you, buddy. Take care, Bob. Likewise, let's catch up soon in person. Greg Burton, you will hear him this evening at 6. Let's Talk Golf, presented by Lexus of Richmond. Of course, the former longtime host of Hardly Working right here on ESPN Richmond. Miss that guy. Uh, Greg Burton on our Herman Allen hotline. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Been providing HVAC services to the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Available 24-7. Give him a call at 804-746-5853. Check him out online anytime. HermanAllenPlumbing.com. All right, 848 just clicked over back with the finale of the 8 o'clock hour of the Sports Huddle. Coming up next, 99.5-1027-FM, 950-AM. We are ESPN Richmond. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by Staples Stores. A crash on I-95 northbound at Hermitage Road backing us up this morning to Chamberlain Avenue downtown. Also an earlier crash on 64 eastbound between Parham Road and Glenside has been moved to the shoulder, but we're looking at some very heavy traffic in the area. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. 
Staples has everything you need to be organized and productive like home office furniture, the latest tech, and organization supplies all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. Maybe you've got a lucky jersey, or maybe you've got a pair of team shorts that you have to wear during the game, or maybe you've got a hat that's like a lucky charm. Look, I'll make it real simple for you. We are all for it if it keeps you from listening to us naked. That can be kind of awkward. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This is Ashley from Medora Children and Family Services. Learn more about foster care and adoption services by visiting adore-children.com. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com. Lately, we're doing a lot more at home, which means we're doing a lot less driving. With pay-per-mile car insurance from Allstate, you only pay for the miles you drive. Drive less, save 50% with Allstate. You've never been in better hands. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Includes a daily rate. Prices vary based on how you buy. Not applicable in California. Based on annual premium paid by Allstate Standard Auto customers versus Allstate Paper Mile customers who drive an average of 4,000 miles a year. Savings vary subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and its affiliates. Copyright 2020 Allstate Insurance Company. Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. It's Macy's One Day Sale with fresh deals of the day to get you ready for spring. Like 60% off gorgeous diamond jewelry. 30 to 50% off shoes and sandals to wear all season long. 40 to 50% off handbags and wallets to complete the look. And dressed up looks for him, now 70 to 85% off. Plus, Star Money bonus days start tomorrow. Details at Macy's.com slash Star Money. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh, sorry. Excuse me? You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text TIGER to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text T-I-G-E-R to 42424. That's Tiger to 42424. Did you know that men over 30 begin to lose 1% of their testosterone each year? ED is just one of the problems associated with low testosterone. There's also weight gain, decrease in muscle mass, lack of energy or passion about life, and a loss of mental sharpness. Testosterone isn't just about sex. It's also about your overall quality of life. So if you have any of these symptoms, you may be a candidate for testosterone replacement therapy. The Men's Wellness Centers specializes in the latest treatment options for low T, a highly successful weight loss and energy boosting program, and ED treatments with guaranteed results. We take every precaution to protect our patients against exposure to COVID-19, and we remain open to serve you with locations in Newport News, Virginia Beach, or Richmond. Go to menswellnesscenters.com or call them at 804-413-9013, 804-413-9013. That's 804-413-9013. What's up, guys? This is Jay Williams from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. You're listening to Richmond's number one source for sports talk radio and play-by-play, 995 and 1027 ESPN. 
also, in addition to the ACC tournament yesterday, certainly did some channel surfing and watched some of the Big East and some of the Big Ten as those tournaments got underway. Man, I used to love the Big East. The Big East isn't what the Big East was, obviously, back in the day when it had Syracuse and it had Georgetown and St. John's and Connecticut and all of those teams. It's a different Big East, but at least they're still playing their tournament at Madison Square Garden. So the tradition was able to continue for the Big East. And I know that ACC was heading up there this year also, but I love the move to Greensboro. Uh, I know Jim Beheim hates it and has made his uh, – Thoughts on that in previous years known, but that to me is the ACC tournament, Greensboro Coliseum, North Carolina, all of that. So even that hopefully is restoring some tradition to our sports world as well. And even though Madison Square Garden didn't look anything like Madison Square Garden when I turned it on the TV last night, in fact, I had to make sure that it was still Madison Square Garden. I waited till the camera panned down the court to the Madison Square Garden logo on the court i'm like i know they're playing there but boy that doesn't look anything like madison square garden of course it's configured entirely differently with minimal fans in the building last night but again you could hearken back to the good old days of the big east because there was georgetown now the team they beat wasn't in the big east in the good old days they beat marquette last night but there was patrick ewing front and center for Georgetown in Madison Square Garden where his numbers hanging from the rafters from his Hall of Fame career with the New York Knicks and Georgetown maybe it's best game of the year beat Marquette 68-49 and by the way I was never a big Patrick Ewing fan because he always obviously played for Georgetown arch rival Syracuse and certainly he did enough damage against the Orange over the years but if you watched his post-game interview last night on I think it was on FS1 uh, he was so personable now he had a reason to be upbeat by the way, Georgetown played. But I was like, that is a totally different guy from the guy who was always angry, playing with a chip on his shoulder. The late, great John Thompson always kept him under wraps. All of that when he was a player probably helped make him a great player, quite frankly. But now as a coach, I, I think he gets it. He was very engaging in that postgame interview with the television with FS1. Now, if they happen to lose today, I'm sure it'll be a different story. But at least yesterday, I was really impressed by Patrick Ewing and then a big win for Butler uh, probably doesn't do a whole lot for their chances to get to the NCAA tournament they'd obviously have to win the Big East because they're still like four games under 500 but their win over Xavier one of their rivals yesterday and it may have knocked Xavier out of the NCAA tournament I, I think it's probably taken them off of the bubble and a team looking in now at 13 and 8 and maybe just maybe it also put a team like Syracuse into the field right now with Syracuse's dominant win. Yesterday, Buddy Beheim, the coach's son, went off in that one, had a huge game. And certainly if Virginia loses, to, if Syracuse beats Virginia today, you would think Syracuse has done enough to get in. But the Xavier game is one of those that you would look at as another team in a similar situation. So if you wanted to watch something other than the ACC, the Big East was a pretty good place to turn. And then even DePaul, and there's a local connection there because Dave Lato is back as their head coach for the second time around, right? The former Virginia coach. They haven't had a very good year, but they beat Providence. Providence probably wasn't going anyway, but DePaul had only four wins all year and beat Providence last night 70-62. to So I, I thought the Big East tournament was uh, pretty entertaining, the parts I watched of that one last night. And then the Big Ten tournament got underway as well. Uh, with just a couple of games, Minnesota beat Northwestern 51-46, and Penn State came from way behind and beat Nebraska 72-66, probably the best conference, right, in college basketball this year, I think, is the Big Ten. So their four second-round games today are Maryland-Michigan State, that gets it started, Ohio State-Minnesota, Rutgers-Indiana, and then wisconsin Penn State, and then the top seeds don't play until tomorrow. Number one, Michigan. Number two, Illinois. Number three, Iowa. And number four, Purdue. By the way, did you happen to see the letter? You probably didn't in our neck of the woods. There was no real reason for you to stumble on it. But the athletic director at Illinois penned an open letter to the fan base because Illinois was not granted status as co-regular season champs in the Big Ten. Uh, obviously, they played a different amount of games than Michigan, 
and strictly by winning percentage, which is what they had agreed upon, the champion was deemed as Michigan and not Illinois. And that um, really perturbed the Illinois people. They wanted at least a banner to hang that said, co-champions, regular season, Big Ten. It meant a lot to them. Josh Whitman is the athletic director there. Brad Underwood, the head coach. And obviously, they have bigger goals in front of them now, beginning with the Big Ten tournament. And he's not wrong, necessarily, in some of his opinion. If you read the letter, fightingillini.com. But it's an athletic director who has really stepped out here, and I'm sure he rubbed some of his fellow athletic directors in the Big Ten the wrong way and the new commissioner in the Big Ten and all of that. Very outspoken uh, and very negative in his comments about what happened in the Big Ten that his team doesn't get to hang a banner officially. They can certainly do whatever they want in their arena anyway and tried not to take anything away from Michigan and the year Michigan had, but just felt that because they had more wins, um, you know, 16-4 and four was one record, and 14-3 and three was the difference in those two uh, records between Michigan.